Time, I said time, keeps disappearing. Yes, it does. Lovers come and lovers go. Yes, they do. Two-bit monkeys, they take all your money, honey. And then you tap into that flow. Love is like an endless, endless dream that reaches way beyond time. Free fall, free fall into paradise. Don't need no reason, nor no rhyme. Because time, I said time keeps disappearing. Yes, it does. Lovers come and lovers go. Yes, they do. Two-bit monkeys, they take all your money, honey. And then you tap into that flow. Jack Hadley, Mind Dance Okay, my author bio. Life flow-wise, I was born just after Christmas in 1945, near Santa Barbara, on my grandfather's Triple S Hereford Ranch in the Ojai Valley. I grew up on cattle ranches in California and Arizona, homeschooling for several years when not at the Ojai Valley School and Nordoff High School. When I was 10, the first Smith Corona electric typewriter came out. I got one for my birthday and basically have been writing nonstop ever since. At 16, I spent a strange formative year as an exchange student at Kersney College in Natal, South Africa, living right on the very edge of the vast Zulu homeland. Then after high school, I rather naively fulfilled my mom's dream for me and went back east to Princeton University. I bounced around from one major to another, studying psychology, English literature, and anthropology. I inadvertently became the anti-Vietnam token cowboy at Tower Club, and as a junior, I was lucky enough to study screenwriting for a whole year with William Goldman in Princeton's creative writing program, helping him write the screenplay for Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Around that time, I gave up gin, finding hashish and LSD vastly more rewarding. During that time, I also was honored to work with Humphrey Osmond as a research psychologist at the New Jersey Neuropsychiatric Institute, doing NIH psychedelic experiments. The Institute often hosted cultural leaders like Alan Watts, Tim Leary, Richard Alpert, and that whole gang. Those were wild times, and I basically bombed out of Princeton in a flurry of CIA-pestered campus conflict. Having gotten married as a senior, I rather blindly returned to California for four introverted, psychedelic years of graduate studies in pastoral counseling and comparative religions at UC Berkeley's Graduate Theological Union and the San Francisco Theological Seminary. Following a controversial year as youth minister and spiritual counselor at the San Rafael Presbyterian Church, I was summarily kicked out of the church for teaching yoga, meditation, and heretical practices and rituals to my youth groups. Moving down to Los Angeles, I got divorced 
and participated in the American Film Institute's early director intern program, studying screenwriting, then was taken on by the prestigious Reese Halsey Agency. But unable to find commercial support for my admittedly spiritually imbued screenplays, I left Hollywood to finish my therapy training at the Radix Institute in Ohio. My mentor there, the head of the institute, Chuck Kelly, had been close to Wilhelm Reich in his later years, and Chuck taught me loads about emotional release and the therapeutic process of embodiment. Marrying my second wife, an aspiring actress, I spent a deep year down in Huichole land in Mexico, then worked as a therapist and Montessori teacher in San Luis Obispo while continuing with fiction writing. I sold my first nonfiction self-help book. Then in 1979, I ended my second marriage, closed my therapy practice, sold all my possessions except for my Volkswagen camper, guitar, and typewriter, and journeyed through Baja and Oaxaca to settle on Lago Atitlan for a really wild year, exploring the local native traditions, composing two albums of cowboy jazz songs, and outlining the first version of High Heart. And I guess I dove way too deep into the lake's revolutionary movement, meeting the real Mahalena and very nearly losing my life, which ultimately provoked this novel. Returning stateside, I almost immediately sold my early Atitlan novel, PowerPoint, to Warner Books. I also helped my father during that time to market a new musical instrument, the Melabar guitar, and wrote several self-help books on vision and breathing. But I didn't find a meaningful niche to settle into, and so I again took off, this time spending seven deeply insightful years in Europe, teaching, developing new therapy techniques, and writing over a dozen spiritual and self-help texts for German publishers like Rowold and Dromer Knauer. Finally finding my own true love and marrying the Bavarian artist Birgitta Steiner, I returned to the States in 1986. We lived three years in Santa Fe and Santa Barbara before settling on Kauai for a wonderful 20 years of writing, teaching, video work, and raising our two sons out in the countryside. In 1999, my Princeton roommates raised a million investment dollars for me to develop an early online therapy program called BrightMind. But that bombed when the dot-com bubble burst. In 2009, with the book publishing industry in a tailspin and author contracts drying up, Birgitta and I moved to Santa Cruz, where we developed mindfulness programs for Microsoft and Plantronics. But we were a bit too extreme for corporate engagement. I was also developing programs for the therapeutic and meditative use of cannabis, culminating in the guidebook Cannabis for Couples with Inner Traditions. We also produced a comprehensive mind management app entitled Enjoy This Moment, 
featuring loads of deep audio and video programs that we'd produced earlier in Kauai. During this recent decade in Santa Cruz, having said all I have to say in nonfiction, I began mentoring budding authors, doing lots of fulfilling ghostwriting work on two dozen book projects. I also completed five novels and four screenplays, exploring the complex interaction of non-traditional shamanism and cutting-edge psych-tech research. High Heart is the culmination of this period's output, which also includes Higher Forces, Marietta's Leap, 10% Max, Shooting Angels, and Vibe Tribe. Now at 75, with most of my life intentions complete, I'm eager to see what comes next. All I currently envision is recording an album of my cowboy jazz tunes and guiding the production of the High Heart, Higher Forces miniseries. And so onward. A la nueva. And perhaps a final poem. We continually search inward and beyond for new ways until we suddenly return to the ancient realms we had forever lost and receive them as our own. Time right now is folding in and flowing over us all, embracing the entire universe unto itself. And with the elders watching forever and feeling highly bemused, we continually search inward and beyond for new ways until we suddenly return to the ancient realms we had forever lost and receive them as our own. Okay, I'm just really done. A la nueva. Okay, I think that's it. I think I'm actually done.